Welcome back to the Don't Stop Me Now podcast. I am your HIV positive host, Jennifer Vaughn. You guys, do I have a podcast for you? And I will tell you that this has been something that I've wanted to do for a very long time, but out of the consideration for the relationship that I've been in the past six years, I didn't feel like it was really appropriate to reach out to the person that I got HIV from. So I have, I honestly didn't know that I would ever do this interview. It's only because there's been a change in my personal life that I just decided to reach out to the person that I contracted HIV from a couple weeks ago. And it was a good conversation. Um, I've talked about it a lot on my Instagram story. And obviously, I think I just talked about it in my recent podcast here. Yeah, I did. I know. That's right. I did talk about it in the prior podcast before this one. So yes, we have spoken. And then I just said, hey, you know, I thought that we'd end up doing like a live together because I thought I would end up seeing him. We are about four and a half hours away from each other, but it just hasn't worked out. So we just decided to go on Zoom. He is not technically savvy. <laughs> He's never, his, they don't even have a laptop where he lives or any kind of computer. He has an iPad and it wasn't set up. And we didn't know that until we tried to do the Zoom. Uh, we tried doing it through his phone first. And for whatever reason, that didn't work. And then we tried it through the iPad and it wasn't set up to take audio. So I ended up calling him through my phone and putting that phone underneath the microphone to have his voice coming through from there while we had the audio. So it's on YouTube at the moment. If you go to my YouTube channel, you can see him and it's audio and video on there. And so what I've done is I've just taken the audio from that video and put it on here. So that's what you're gonna be hearing. There might be some visual references that won't make sense <laughs> because they happened on the video, but I think for the most part, you can get the gist of how he feels about what happened, how life was for him after he was diagnosed, how he felt when he found out about my diagnosis and what what's gone on in his life. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, I have to give him so much credit for doing this because he is considered the villain of my channel. And I've always tried to play that down and tell people I don't feel that way, but people have been really painting him as this really bad person. And that just is part of HIV stigma. People just assume if you have HIV that you were intentional about giving it to somebody. And that just wasn't the case. And I've always tried to explain that to people and people will still probably watch the video with him and still have misconceptions or doubts. I've, I'm already seeing that in the comments, but there's a lot of people that are so grateful that he's put his face out there because it's made them feel differently about my situation and what happened. And it's some people have even said that, you know, they were never able to find the person that they got HIV from. And this is giving them closure by seeing how we are and that there is a friendship there now and it's okay. And there doesn't have to be this vengeance and this um, hate and there's forgiveness for sure. And so um, people are enjoying seeing that transpire in the video. So I hope that you still get the same feeling by listening to it through the podcast. If not, again, you can watch it on my YouTube channel. 
I have more to share about what's been going on in my personal life, but I think I will save that for another podcast. I did go on a surf date with somebody that I met through Tinder. He's local here. He's a single dad. And I actually remembered him from um, surfing in Capitola years ago. He was a surf instructor and I didn't know that until we were out surfing together. I've shared some on my Instagram story because the, the webcam caught us surfing. So I was able to share um, us you know, the little, you can't see who we are really, but you can, I, I know that it was me and him. So I was able to share some of those little video clips of us surfing together. Um, and then we are meeting tomorrow night for a drink and no, he does not know anything about my status or my advocacy or anything. And there's really no point in sharing that information with anybody, unless you really feel like it's going to go further. And I have no idea where this is going to me. It's just, you know, it's still in the very beginning stages of just kind of seeing who this person is. So I, I'm not going to take that route anymore of sharing my status too quickly. Um, and again, a lot comes with me besides my status. There's a whole big bunch of advocacy that's on my back too. And that's part of who I am. So it's another element of me they would have to be okay with. So, and accept. So there's that. Okay. So without further ado, I want to share this amazing interview with my HIV infector. And we use that in a endearing way. I knew that it would be a clickbait title for sure and he's okay with it obviously you'll see in the, in the video he actually refers to himself as the vector infector and the super infector he's you know joking about it and it's okay we're we are totally at that level and that's you know the weight i want to give this virus that we do not have to give it all this power we can joke about this it's okay we're gonna be fine he and i today it's a manageable chronic condition and really it should be viewed as such and it shouldn't be viewed with so much weight that it gets all that weight does is give it more stigma so tried to lighten it up a bit by um using sort of a fun title um so yeah if you want to watch the video there's some throwback pictures on there as well you can see what he looked like when i met him what we looked like together when we were hanging out there's a few of those yeah it's fun. It's fun to watch it. And then there's some candid after the interview was over, it was still recording. So I threw some of that into the end of the interview and you can, it's, they're not bloopers as much as just, you know, more relaxed chit chat between the two of us, kind of funny stuff. So um, he is a funny character and I'm glad that people are getting to see this person that is not the monster that they all thought he was. So, okay, you guys, here's my interview with Eric Cutter. Thanks. Maybe we should, here, let's, uh, let's improvise. Let's see, um, uh, call. <laughs> Wait, answer that. <laughs> Well, this actually works because I can hear you through my phone. Yeah. And then you can hear me. I don't know. <laughs> it's like... I, I do. I can't figure out any other way to do it. Like there, down in the bottom left-hand corner, there should be a little microphone. It says mute underneath it. What color does it show green on yours? Yeah, it says join audio. I say join. It says your browser does not support using the computer's audio device. Oh, okay. Okay. install the latest version of a standard browser such as Chrome. It's an iPad. 
Th then that's fine. Your parents don't have a um, computer? Doesn't matter. We can just use my phone. No. <laughs> no? No. <laughs> it's fine. You're coming through loud and clear on my phone. As long as you can hear me on the phone, then, then it's all good. So there's no one else on this call, right? I mean, this is just you and I. How's it's just work? you and me. That's it. We're, it's just recording on my computer. And, and then it will go on my YouTube channel and the audio will go on my podcast. There's nobody here. It's just you and me. I told you I would, I would be gentle. <laughs> well, if you were nervous, you can't be nervous anymore after all of this technical fumbling. <laughs> you look totally different. Do I? Well, yeah, you shave the big white beard off. <laughs> you look more like the person I, I knew before. <laughs> oh, look, we're doing emojis. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> it's my super infector. Hi. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, here we have in studio. Did you, did you hear my little audio earlier? Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. <laughs> I knew what that was from. That's from Howard Stern. I'm in my underwear. My boat's on fire. My boat's on fire. I'm in my underwear and the boat's on fire. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think anybody even knows? That's from like, what, 1995? I just remember waking up in the mornings and hearing that. That was the, uh, the attorney. Yeah. What was his no. name? Dominic, Dominic, that's right. My boat's on fire. Uh, my yes. Boat. My face is all shit, but I like the hat because it keeps me kind of incog uh, incognito. Yeah. It's sort of cut out. Um, yeah. So <laughs> let me get started with some of my notes. <laughs> I thought I'd break the ice. <laughs> yeah. How does that make you feel? <laughs> I'm such a bitch. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I, I knew you were going to throw something at me. <laughs> that was to break the ice. Yeah, totally. Hold on. I have a cat that's trying to get out of my room and he's going to pick my carpet if I don't open the door. Hold on. Okay, go out. How may I infect you? <laughs> How may I infect you? Does this room look familiar? This is where I say, this is where I got HIV. Oh yeah. This is where it came into my house and, and I got it right here. Just. <laughs> my super infector, my Vaughn vector. I couldn't come up with any other good names. Huh? What'd you say? I said vector one, we have infection. <laughs> People are going to be so pissed that I'm not mad at you. You know, everyone wants me to be mad at you. Like, that's like, why aren't you mad at him? Why aren't you suing him? We'll get to all of that. Yeah, I don't want you to be mad at me, though. No, I was, I was never mad at you. You know that. I was a little perplexed, but I was too sick to be mad. I didn't have the energy to be mad at anybody. But um, so I thought it would be kind of fun. I know you don't listen to my podcast, but I did go and talk about like how we met in my last podcast. Do you remember? I'm trying to get out of my chat box so I can actually see you better here. Hang on, oh. just go ahead. I'm ready. Do that. Okay. So we met on the beach. Uh, you were at a 20 year reunion um, yeah. for high school. And I think it was 20. Was it 20 year or 25? Maybe 25. I, I, I walked away. Remember, I saw the sheriffs coming and I walked away like I wasn't even part of the group. 
because there was glass on the beach, yeah, right? Yeah, they, they were drinking. We, I was drinking too, but I, I left. I was all... <laughs> <laughs> and then, and I full on saw you in the group and I was like, that guy's hot. And I told Rachel and she's like, all of a sudden at some point you were sitting down by the water by yourself, like at, on the beach and you look back up at our group and they're all, he's looking at you. We made eyes before that. I think that might have happened, yeah. yeah. We made eyes when I was up with my group, too. You guys were looking over, and I was like, oh, look at that. Yeah, we were, I was, the, well, and I was the only single one, but I was scoping out the crowd, and you stood out. So, yeah, and then you just get a, did a wave, come on over, and I'm like, they're like, go. So I went, <laughs> and I ran over and sat down next to you, and we had ourselves a good little chit chat about where we were in our lives. And we were both uh, recently divorced parents of multiple children. We have a Brady bunch between the two of us, you four, me three. And uh, yeah, and we had like a good, good time. We actually went um, and drank a little alcohol out of the trunk of your car and got in the ocean and swam like kooks, but we had yeah. wetsuits. I recall, didn't we? Yeah. 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 Somehow you had a wetsuit, I think. That was before I ever owned one. And then, uh, yeah, I took this stranger back to my home and we took a bath here. <laughs> we did. That was a little crazy. Um, but I should say that you did not have HIV at that time and neither did I. This was back in 2009. This is like, and we had a, well, we had a fun weekend and uh, then you headed back down to San Clemente and I was like, when am I going to see that? hot dude again i was you know i was always in a panic that was what my podcast was about last week was my panic because you didn't i don't think you knew but i was trying to play it cool but i was always like when you called it was like name the, it was like brad pitt calling did you know that yeah i was like i'd lose my shit oh my god rachel oh my god he called i was dying and then when you said jen you should come down come down to san clemente and i was like as soon as i got the free time when i got the kids away i'm like i'm going i mean eight hours who cares whatever i'll drive all that way down there mm -hmm. what was that it was always fun it was a lot of fun a lot of fun yeah beach alcohol food music sex it was a good time and um yeah oh right sam was living with you yes and i said this is a family show right oh <laughs> uh hardly no and then i was saying in my podcast last week that i was driving back and i you probably don't know the song but there's a song by kelly clarkson called um already gone and oh and when i left that morning you were like passed out and like i don't even think we said goodbye i just like had to get i had to go cuz i had to get my kids that night and i knew i had to get on the road and it was the saddest thing cuz i'm like i don't even know i'm going to see this guy again so i drove home and played that song over and over and i think i cried a little we were always meant to say goodbye that was it and i'm I, here i'm i'm romanticizing the whole thing i think you were just like you were not you were in another place I wasn't, you weren't looking for a girlfriend. So, so, okay. So years go by. I, I was, but I was just so head up ass. I mean, I was just still. Yeah. Feeling from a lot of things, but no. These are the pictures that I've showed people of you on the beach. This was the uh, beach time in San Clemente when the black shorts and at the prime of your physical being, I think, I don't know. You, yeah, you were, you know, you were playing up the firefighter role. You were looking like a real nice looking firefighter for sure. 
And uh, so what, two, three years go by, probably three years, three years. I didn't think I'd ever hear from you again. And um, then you found me through Facebook. I don't even know what inspired you to look for me, but you found me through Facebook and said, Jen, I'm checking you out on Facebook. And you, I just remember you saying you look really good. And my God, I'd love to see you. And all of those things, like I could be that person that you want me to be now. And do you remember all that? Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> I, I remember reconnecting like that, yeah. What, what made you look me up? I don't remember. I kind of took off from here. I was like, <laughs> okay. Because I, I think I, I was, you know, I was done being a dumbass. Like I, after you, there were no girlfriends. After that, it was like I was on a boat, scallywags on my boat, man. It was like, eighties. <laughs> lived on that twenty-eight foot Cal Jensen. I mean, it's a good sized sailboat. I got to learn how to sail a big vessel. And I know. Okay, so we were together. You lived here. We were together for about eight months, and. Okay, so this is the thing. So I know we had spoken about HIV because you had come from a little bit of a, you'd well, you could say. You want to talk about your ex-girlfriend? Um, well, she was all over the place, but I was doing methamphetamines and shooting meth. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, that behavior, along with, with just wildness, there's a lifestyle that goes along with that drug, especially when you're shooting it that's right if it's not going to come through iv you're going to have a moment of or more moments or whatever you know it, it it's not a it's a mind-bending drug i think all behaviors become uh available at that point but go on yeah so okay so you we knew that you had had you were not doing that currently but we knew that you had so of course the the thought of hiv was out there in fact i think yeah. we referred to it as the hiv Jokingly, well, jokingly. I tested in Long Beach. I tested negative in Long Beach. Right, which was, well, I can't really remember. So, like, you moved over here in January. Do you remember? Uh, your dates were terrible for me on that. I know. I didn't, I didn't write things down. I didn't catalog them with any kind of videos or. Yeah, I know. I just went, deep dive, disappear. <laughs> <laughs> but from what we gathered, you were negative. Do you remember that? <laughs> okay. Do you recall we uh we thought yeah. you were negative for sure because I, was, yeah. I do remember you saying uh, maybe this is just me wanting to remember this but i do re i think you said hey if you want me to retest i can but i'm pretty sure i'm negative and i don't like have the money to like get a test so if you want you'd have to pay for it and i i had no idea what an hiv test cost I thought it was like, I'm sure I said stupid things like that. I swear you did, but it was like, I thought they might be 200 bucks. And I'm like, I can't forget. If you think you're negative, you're negative. Like, I'm not going to worry about it. And I know you, if you thought that there was any concern, I think you would have said, like, I don't think like you were, uh, well, for sure. If, you, if that's one thing that needs to be clear for sure is that you did not know that you had HIV because some people say, he had to have known he had it. So no, 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 no. He did not know he had it. I lived with him for eight months. He couldn't have kept that a secret. He would have been, it would have been out. That was a life changer the minute I found out. It was like, mm -hmm. I mean, I was, yeah, that was devastating. Are you kidding me? At first, I, I didn't know I could live healthy. I didn't know that, you know, there'd be ability to, you know, get past it. I thought I was going to die. I was at like a hundred. Okay, so you thought you were going to die too. On like pneumonia and everything, I was dying, I thought. 
So right. we split at the end of August and I had symptoms like three weeks later. So I think I got it at the very end. Like I remember that I went to the doctor for like esophageal pain and a really bad headache. So to me, that was my seroconversion, which means I got it at like the last week you were here. Like I'm almost positive. So what the hell were we doing that week? But I don't know, somehow it made its way into my body. Okay, so then you're diagnosed about three months after you moved out of here. So it was probably like December. You'd, I know you don't really know dates, but I think it was, you roughly thought it was around December. Christmas for sure. Okay, so it was about three months later. Okay, so what sparked the getting tested? Uh, Christy, I was going to have sex with her. She wanted to have sex, and I was like, well, you know, I haven't been real healthy, and, and I think I should just get tested. I don't know why, you know? <laughs> I just feel like I should. And you were feeling like shit, too, because I knew, I saw you, like, around Thanksgiving, and you were not feeling well. I had days of okay, and then I'd have these, like, days of just <laughs> oh everybody asked what were your symptoms before you were diagnosed uh well i just was getting really bad my lungs were getting bad i was getting i had pneumonia when i went in before mm -hmm. i got but my symptoms at first were that i had that cough remember yep and, well and you had diarrhea all the time <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry but you did remember i I remember you being in the bathroom going, shit, did you hear that? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. But you thought, <laughs> I think that that was a part of it because it, it does affect our di digestive system. So don't, don't you think that was part of it? Sorry, not to embarrass you, but. No, for sure. And, and uh, I ended up with, uh, they diagnosed me later on, like a couple years after I was uh, diagnosed, I had a doctor say I had uh, some GI stuff going on and said I had a, uh, my ascending colon. They wanted to take part of it out and give me a bag and all this stuff. Like there was just blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'll get a second opinion. And my second opinion was just diet, exercise, change me up go back to Janice's cooking and get healthy. And Your mom. Yeah. I haven't had the problems I had. I was having major issues. They went in and did the whole colonoscopy. Um, I got the sigmoidoscopy and, you know, everything coming out. <laughs> Rotor rooter. If you let them in, they'll keep finding shit. They're like a landscaper <laughs> that needs to do more work. Nope. Love my landscaper. He's awesome. He speaks Spanish. Totally. But, if you could get more work out of it, like, hey, this is it, the moss on the tree, you know, moss cortado on the tree, possibly, or poquita moss dollars, you know, it's like, it's like, that's a doctor right there. They'll be all, so yeah, yeah, now that we're in there, we're figuring out, well, you probably need to take help, though, back out, get away from the freaking hospital. We're taking their shit. I mean, we're we're taking pharma, but we have a different pharma path. You <laughs> have to take this. It's a, you know, antiviral. It's not like we're taking something for every little. No. For, for leg crinkles and. <laughs> okay, so I got to find out. Okay, so you're diagnosed. You go in and you, you obviously, well, you tested. So you hadn't, you thought maybe there was this possibility, even yeah. though we had, so you wanted to have sex with somebody, but you said, I got to find out if everything's good still. All kinds of stuff. Okay, so you test. How did you find out you were positive? Did they call you? No, I was 
um, pretty quick. I laid, I went and like, they did the whole pre-screen. Mm-hmm. What's that mean? Where they talk to you. Okay. Just all the questions. And they determine if you should hang out and wait or not. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Because they and thought you had some high-risk behavior. We want to do a rapid right now. And then we want to send you possibly over to the hospital for a blood test. So and the rapid, did they tell you the rapid was positive? Yeah, they came in and they said, well, we, you know, typically they're not just positive if you're not positive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Negatives? It seems there's more negatives, right? False negatives, am I right? I yeah, I would say false negatives for sure, just because the antibody hasn't shown up yet. Yeah. But based on, you know, the, the questions they asked, the information I gave them, my symptoms, they were like, lay down over here in this room, you know, <laughs> lay down even. They were like, oh, yeah. Cause I, I, I look like shit. I was like, can I go lay down? You know, <laughs> Medic, you got beds, right? <laughs> so I'm laying there. It took like 15 minutes. They came in and, uh, no lie, the Grim Reaper came in. The way the light was, his he came in, he's all, oh, you know, the big shadow. <laughs> he's got this paper up in it, and, and it looked like the Grim Reaper. And about a week before that, I was speaking with my mom, and she was freaked out and had a dream that a Grim Reaper came up over her at night. And I swear you can ask her, it was before I even saw it. Because when I saw it, I was like, oh, she... She's always had these premonitions and she just had a premonition because I scheduled to go, go do it. And so I'll go on, on this day or whatever it was. And she said, I just had a dream. You okay. have it. Oh, she had a dream that you actually had it. Yeah. Shit. Okay. So, so was Christy there with you or are you alone? Uh, at the test? Yeah. I went alone. Okay. And so then right after, and okay. So what happens after that? When did they ask for people that you had been, um, that you had exposed? Uh, boy, that was, that wasn't right away. That right. wasn't that, that was like weeks later. Yeah. It was weeks later. Yeah. They make appointments, the caseworker and all that. But I, I went to the hospital and spent like three days in the hospital. Okay. So that this is my big question. So during all that time, did you ever think, shit, I need to tell Jen. You know, and I didn't even think that at all. And it never crossed my mind that you had it. Really? Like I had somehow there was, in, like at first, my until the counselor started asking for names. Uh-huh. And I even went further back and was like, that's impossible. That's impossible. But I'll put it in there, you know, like that. And um, no, until that, I didn't even like consider that because i was like this is all me it's all you know what i mean i figured it's me i got it you know what i mean i didn't did you think that you got it after you we broke up i didn't know i really didn't know at that point i didn't put it together uh-huh and and after that i i didn't quit drugs i went back to drugs for a, quite a while that was like a reason for going back to drugs holy shit Okay, we know that you definitely knew that you were not infected. We know that you didn't know that when you were with me. You did not know that. Um, no. Yes, you had AIDS because your CD4 was 100 around yeah. there. Okay, do you know your viral load? Did you ever know that? Mm, man, I, what, what did it get up to? Like the hundred, is it 100 millions or 100,000? Like 100,000. You could have been in the millions, but I don't hear more than like 10 millions about the highest I've ever heard. I was in the millions, I yeah. believe. I was getting sick for the first couple of years. I, I wasn't 
real good with my real compliant with my meds. Oh man, and I was mm. I was still I was still using a little bit. Why were you not compliant? Just being out there, kind of not living at home, just kind of living on the streets and working at the same time and living in my car, different yeah. drug place, you know, where I can hang out. Well, it's a good, it's good because a, a lot of people aren't compliant and people still die from AIDS today. And it's not because there's a lack of medication. It's because of stigma typically. And people just want, they're in denial or there's lots yeah. of different reasons why people don't take their medication. But I am, I was curious why you didn't. So just kind of a, was, were you in denial at all? Denial? I've never been to Egypt myself. No. How about you? <laughs> um, yeah. Sure. Uh, the hell that I had it? No. No, okay. no, but denial that that I like I wouldn't I wouldn't tell anybody for long you know I wouldn't tell anybody for a long time it was just my mom that knew and Christy and Jet and uh, Jerry you know Jerry yep did uh, you ever ever end up having sex with Christy huh did you end up having sex with Christy I did I ended up moving in with her at one point oh she was that one okay so she was okay with the diagnosis I was at one point undetectable and all that and, and we use condoms but sometimes she was like you know a little naughty because you, know? <laughs> you do you guys didn't know about you and equals I, you stop it stop the naughty get the there you have a million because i'd go to the clinic and bring home like <laughs> you know all the guys be looking at me like bro you're not about to supply your strip clubs little <laughs> condom dispenser <laughs> so you didn't know about u equals u then no you didn't know no. that you couldn't transmit it okay being undetectable is it's such a low risk it is such a it's zero risk. it's zero eric it's not a low risk it's zero Parker, that's it at this point and, and yeah the chances are so they're zero. You got to repeat it after me. The risk is zero because if you have any change in that, in that vocabulary, it puts doubt in people's mind and that we can't have that. So it is zero. It is absolutely zero. Um, he knows she's on her own to test because I wouldn't have to tell her, Hey, we have, she knows we fooled around. There were times when I started it out without that, you know, and there's that pre-comp, you know? So she does not have HIV, right? Uh, I mean, I'm sure I would know by now. Okay, I you had my name and number to give to the clinic. We don't know why they did not contact me. I do believe a hundred percent that you gave my name and number to the clinic. Your mom was the first person I talked to, and she said, "Jennifer, we gave your name and number to the clinic, and I believe Janice, and I believe you." And a lot of people say he lied. No, I, would, I, I included uh, everyone, even past you, like Kara. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. That was, and that's back, back in 09 when we first met. Okay. I mean, you know what I mean? I went yeah. back and I was like, man, I got a history of clubbing and bringing women home to my little shanty with that. I wouldn't even know. And he's like, Oh boy. And I was like, I'm just praying that the timing isn't there that I was super infected. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> do you know if you gave it to anybody else? No. I, oh, it's, no one else has come to you and said anything. Yeah, I mean, we lived together, you and I, for long enough. And, and before that, I was with Allie, and that was pretty much it. So. Oh, I thought, there was an, I thought there was me and then two other girls that you had to give a name and number to, but I guess not. So what, Talking about Linda? I don't know. <laughs> Are you joking? I don't know. I just thought there was another girl. 
but I, you know, we were only separated for, well, I, yeah, it would have been the girl in LA. There was no girl between you and I. Right, right, okay. But, and there was no girl between, what was the girl in LA again? Samantha? No, Alex. Alex, okay. There was nobody between Allie and me? Um, yeah, no, there was one. But it, yeah, you're right, there was one. I cannot remember her name. That's that, that's Linda. That's who it was Linda, but we weren't having sex. Linda and I. Oh okay. she, was, she was my oral buddy. She's my shipmate. She bought the she put the boat in her name so I could have a boat because I had the money and she had the oh. they wouldn't let me have it because I had no credit. Wait, she's the older lady. No, she's the uh, same age. Oh, okay. I'm I'm thinking of oh, some yeah. of you know what but she wasn't we didn't have sex we had massage time (laughs) (laughs) oh god (laughs) i don't know i don't know linda i'm not gonna lie i was out there it was chaos i'm telling you chaos i just remember a lady that was selling uh you know vitamins that was older you guys on the boat but we didn't have sex oh okay Okay, so, um, okay, so name and number of the clinic. So, what was that? I did not have sexual relations. <laughs> With that woman. Okay, so you know how I got a hold of you. I had to find your cousin that we had gone to her wedding oh, in Marin God. or wherever that was. It was a beautiful wedding on the, near the water. Um, I couldn't find you anymore. I don't know why I didn't have your number and I couldn't find you through social media. So I found your cousin and I wrote to her and I said, look, I'm really sick and I'm trying to track down Eric. Do you know anything about him possibly being sick recently? And she said, it was a crazy conversation. Like she was like, yeah, we think he might've had cancer. We didn't know what was wrong. He did get really sick. And then I found a Facebook picture of you and you looked like really thin and I was yeah. like, it's him. It was him. Like I knew right away, as soon as I saw that picture, I was like, he has it. And so then I got a hold of her. And then within the next like four days, I was was talking to you and your mom. What was like the, I don't know. Well, what was it like to find out that I was positive? How did it feel to get that call? That was, uh, God, that was kind of a dark time. I remember that being kind of like the, the realization that I don't just have HIV, I'm an infector. Shit. And that's like, that's that's a pretty low, 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 low feeling, Jen. Okay. And then anybody who has, I mean, I can't imagine them feeling any other way if they've infected people. I'm sure there's just like psycho people out there that would, you know, and do it. And in fact, there are people have done it on purpose, but it's like, for sure. Yeah, there's not a day that doesn't. Like, I see your whole family all the time in my. I mean, ask my mom. You're unfortunately, um, not unfortunately, there's nothing negative, but you're always part of the conversation. I mean, I have HIV. I didn't just now we have this connection because I, you know, this infection connection. <laughs> <laughs> There is an infection connection, yes. So I'd say from the day and and all that period of time that we didn't talk, like, it, I I just figured she's got an. In fact, I would say it all the time. She's got a fucking Eric. Okay, she's got her own. She's got a new Eric. All right, you know what I mean. I, I always I look at my mom and she'd be all, you know, you, you got replaced though. It's it's <laughs> get over it. <laughs> 
Oh, did that? I didn't like, I never knew that like that even, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know how that I knew that that bothered you. Honestly, I figured you had just moved on with your life. I didn't know. I don't know. I didn't know anything. So I told you, I must've told you I was with somebody named Eric, ironically, who was happening. Yeah. That's when, that's when we stopped talking. Cause you, you wanted me to do some advocacy stuff and I was in no hell way place shape form at the time to even think about that it wasn't gonna happen i no, think yeah i thought it would be cool we were gonna we were talking about meeting in person and like doing an a lie and well doing like what we're doing now but in person and then it just it didn't end up happening so anyways we basically lost contact because i felt like yeah there wasn't really i was trying to be true to the person i was with and so i didn't see like why it would yeah. make sense for me to be talking <laughs> to you so that I can't be talking to you. Because remember, I started making some calls, I think. I was like, oh, let's just get fucking Eric. Then she's still thinking about Eric. Place <laughs> <laughs> me, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I would only date Eric's because I couldn't get over you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, so how did you feel? You know, you're the one you told me, Jen, you probably have AIDS. <laughs> you know, you told me that. Because I told you how sick I was, but I hadn't received my numbers yet. All I knew is that I was, I had, I had no numbers yet. And you said, wow. yeah, you're, you probably have AIDS. You, you do, Jen. When I told you my symptoms over the phone. I hadn't tested yet, though. <laughs> what do you mean you hadn't tested yet? No, I'm talking about after when we, we had our first conversation after I told you that I was positive. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You said, by hearing what I was going through physically, you said, yeah, it's, you've got AIDS. I'm positive. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I was like, oh, my God. And then you also said... Uh, you had, were not surprised at all that Eric was negative. You were like, yeah, nah, that he's not, he has nothing to worry about. You told me that too. So you knew something about that as well. And you were absolutely right. I knew, I knew that a long time ago that to get HIV, it wasn't going to happen from oral. It wasn't going to happen from drinking after me, you know? Right. You know, freaking wipe the toilet seat and whatever. You know, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, why did you know that I would not have given it to Eric? How did you know that? Because I... Well, because you, you, you can't transmit semen, first of all. True. Um, what's going on there? Is that... Anyways. Yeah, you can't do that as a woman. Oh, I mean, <laughs> you're pretty good, Jen, but I'm sorry. Is that too great? <laughs> rest of the time? No, it's fine. PG-17 one, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and, it's it's anally and and blood transfusions or IV. That's it. Or you know, not just anally, but uh, a woman is like fertile myrtle. She's just perfect soil for that. Yeah, you guys are. So you do agree that the possibility of a vagina putting that into a penis is nearly almost impossible. I've never thought that could happen once. I slept with so. I wore condoms sometimes, but I knew the risk was to get gonorrhea, clap, something like that. Right. With women, yeah. When I was out supporting those. <laughs> it's okay. This is not, this is rated R. <laughs> supporting who? Those Denver college students. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that's right. You were in uh, Colorado. <laughs> and they were filming rides. I thought they might have been students. <laughs> um, what did you tell me about being a firefighter in Colorado and the um, 
the mommies who would come to visit the firehouse? No, I'm not telling you stories. Oh, that's such, it's funny. I'm not telling you stories like that. But I will, <laughs> I will tell you that as, I mean, as a medically trained person, I was taught how it's transmitted. Like, you know, we, we were taught the smells to, to not look for, but to smell for when you walked into a hotel room when I was, you know, doing EMT work in LA, you'd be all, hey, that's sweet curd, you know, <laughs> gonorrhea. <laughs> but you do know that I took a CPR class with um, an, a firefighter, a retired firefighter from San Jose, and he said, you guys, you know, you don't have to do mouth to mouth because back in the day when we did you know we have to worry about things like getting hiv he he tells the class that this is a possibility and i wanted to raise my hand and say um i have hiv you cannot get it from doing mouth to mouth like but i didn't want to say anything and he, he hmm? super dumb dumb super dumb dumb like he should he should be sent back to emt school for one year they should make him go back there uh, it's just not yeah and he, and he also talked about blood splashing up and if you've been gardening that it's a possibility of it getting into your skin like another crazy and you can't even get it in the food you're gonna cook if you're a cook and slice your finger and get it in the food and, and drop it on a plate you can splash the plate and go give it to them. <laughs> by the time you're out there and they're eating it what it goes in their stomach and they come on i'm on fire <laughs> i'm in my underwear <laughs> I remember going to an ASO and this, uh, one of the, there was a lady there who goes to the jails. She's an educator. And she said, Jennifer, you could drink a gallon of HIV infected blood or semen and you will not get it. Oh, if there's HIV water and no water choice on the tip, I'm going to be all, oh, you guys are idiots. Go, 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 go. They're uneducated. Yes. You can drink, you can drink HIV. Nothing's going to happen. Okay. So, okay, so, um, okay, um, okay, oh, did you think I was going to sue you? You know what, I thought, I mean, I know at one point I, I, I remember sending you something, I don't know how much money. You sent me a thousand dollars. But it, it, like, honestly, I wish I, because I was sending money to my kids like crazy for college, I sent, I didn't send them a lot, I, I, to me, it was a lot. Like, I think about 20 grand total to them. Yeah. To their various colleges, you know, and I was like, man, that, that was all I was making, you know what I mean? But, like, I look back and I, I was like, at the time, had I had good money, I would have cut you a check for 50 grand. Just for, like, if I had a thousand bucks, I'd give it all. If I had a million bucks, I'd give you half, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. It was like, I, I felt like, oh, no. No way. Someone else has got it that I gave it to. Like to the yeah, to this day that's still the that's always been the case, Jen. But you know, I did tell you the crazy part in all of it is that yeah, like during the times that we've spent together, I think you owed me a little money. But <laughs> yeah. the ironic thing is that you gave this to me what would most people would think is the worst thing in the world. And it has turned out to be this beautiful, amazing experience for me. Like, I feel like you gave me this gift. I know that is fucking weird, but it's true. Like you literally, it's brought me on this path that I would never have had otherwise. So I, it's, it, there's my, my tattoo. Everything happens for a reason. So yeah. I got a lot of friends just say, dude, you got to start grabbing a hold of what's happened. Like it's kind of like a guy who gets out of jail and has a story to tell, you know, it's, 
we we went through hell and have a story to tell and and, uh, and it could be helpful I think I don't notice it like honestly the only time I think about it is when I need to think about it mm-hmm. like medication time yeah. <laughs> during the day or oh I gotta I gotta talk to my doctor soon or I got bloods coming up I gotta look at those and I look at them on my online you know I get online and look at my bloods because I know how to read it mm-hmm. and I can tell if I'm because man it's tricky if you get a real people need to know what's in their blood because it's not just like five things it's like there's 20 things that can be signs and triggers especially these these really brilliant HIV uh, virologists that really just study HIV they found that there's signs there's signs early early on that you that medication is not fully helping and it may not show with the main ones like your viral load your cd cd4s it could be some of your actual blood lipids you know some of those kind of things so which what are you wait what are you talking about jerry burke back when we were friends hooked me up with a uc davis friend of his remember he was a hospital guy and and he said dude utilize this guy and i talked to the guy on the phone and he said bring everything you have to me sometime and i i never brought it to him but i took it to my doctor my doctor surprised me and started going off on on how to be aware based on your like right now i'm gaining weight for some reason i don't gain weight jen mm-hmm. It's in an unhealthy way, and I'm still moving and stuff. But I noticed my last bloods. The doctor said it too. He's all your one of my uh, indicators, one of my markers. He doesn't like it. My liver enzymes. He doesn't like it. my liver enzymes the way they're looking right now. And you That's think it's HIV related? I do. Yeah. So we got to be holistic about this because we're in a category taking really experimental drugs. Think about it. They get really fast FDA approval, and we are the guinea pigs. Not that that's a problem, because if we don't take them, we quickly die. Well, how long do you think it would take? People ask, like, how long do you think it would take if you stopped taking your medication? Everybody's different. I think I would, I would be going to the hospital for either uh, pneumonia, because I've already had it once. Mm-hmm. It, it will happen again. Every year, I... Like, Haven't you been now, vaccinated? Bronchitis is coming. Yeah, I got In fact, I'm supposed to go get my bronchitis vaccine. My but don't child. you have, didn't you get the pneumonia vaccine? The pneumonia vaccine, yeah. And yeah. shingles and all of those, hep A, B, C. They have me take every year, though, I believe. I can't remember which one it is, but there's something besides a flu shot. Because I, <laughs> and I had it. I was in, oh, I can't remember which hospital. Man, I'm just laying in the bed for days, just going, am I a drowning doctor? You know? Mm hmm. I haven't felt anything from it. So I don't like to me, I feel nothing. Like as soon as I felt better after the AIDS diagnosis and this, you know, that I got my antiretroviral therapy going, my, I was undetectable. I don't know. I've been nothing but fine. I haven't felt anything. So this is a shout out for the, the drug and alcohol counselors, the AOD counselors that are at all the HIV clinics who try to convince these addicts to stop using while they're, you know, stop using because you're on, we're on a medication that's hard on our livers and kidneys already. And then we're using, you know, we're shooting drugs in our system still like a lot of addicts when they get HIV and find out, even if they're medicated, I'm going to keep using, keep using. So like me, I used for three years after I kept using, okay. you know, 
So we were on a different path with our yeah. bodies after that. Uh, okay. I wasn't healing. I was using more. Oh, got it. Okay. Mm. Even though I'm working, I just was, I became a, a kind of a functioning addict, if you will. You yeah. Know? A lot of people do. A lot of people low, do. Low functioning. Pretty low functioning. <laughs> There's a lot of addicts that look like they're, yeah, they, you don't have to live on the street to be an addict for sure. Yeah these people that would be like bro you just got to maintain it you just do a little toot in the morning a little t- you know when you need don't touch it afternoon you know and mm-hmm. get your rest so isn't it at work to be able to go to work every day and that became an excuse but that does damage to your body your kidneys your liver your all those things and we're already throwing in it was math huh? it was math yeah oh okay that's the yeah. the choice it was never heroin right no, I tried it. I had a weekend of that and thought, you can keep that crap. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm surprised. I heard it yeah. was amazing. Take a shot, go to sleep. No, take a shot, throw up, pass out, wake up to all your shit gone. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Good times. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, next question. What do you think about what I'm doing now with my advocacy? love your advocacy stuff i think it's amazing like i i've always thought yeah we'll connect again some someday down the road or or my story will because i i think this is spurring me to kind of take a look at things and i happen to be going through a a little small group recovery right now there's big group and then there's like you can do a small group meeting where you kind of get a little deeper and go through the steps mm-hmm. it, it's dealing with all this stuff not just um past stuff but like you know dealing how am i dealing with my hiv now how am i dealing with all this stuff now i'm just starting to formulate who i am because i think i've really cheated myself Mm -hmm. i think it you know kind of like you've taken a hold of it i've cheated myself by not going through the pain or not facing you know if you don't face stuff you end up stuck right where you are it's like the day you stop facing your your stuff your problems or whatever it is and and taking your banner up and going, yeah, I'm going to do this. The minute you stop that, you stop aging or maturing. I would say you stop maturing right then. Will you share your diagnosis with like a person that's new? Like, I don't mean like a sexual partner, but I just mean like if you meet somebody and you're talking amongst friends, (laughs) what'd you say? That I don't have any. Okay. Okay. Well, like if you're, I don't know, you're at a cocktail party. (laughs) Fucking complicated. No, I'm kidding. Like, how open are you about your status? Like, um, gosh, everybody that knows me knows. Knows, okay. And everybody's taken it in stride. Yeah, I mean, many of them. I'm the poster boy because they don't know anybody else. Mm, really, so, no one else has ever said they had it. Also, yeah. So amongst like for them to see someone who was like uh, withering away from it, they would probably be like. Wow, that's not what I thought AIDS looks like. I thought it looked like Eric, you know? Right. Oh, do you consider, do you say you have AIDS? Say that again. I just said, do you say that you have AIDS? I, a lot of people, you could say AIDS, HIV. It doesn't matter. They don't know what it is. Like they go, oh yeah, Cody's got AIDS. You know, and they don't know the difference. If they ever want to like go beyond that, I'll teach them. But okay. gonna, you know what I mean? They don't care. They accept. So you don't refer to yourself as somebody living with AIDS. You say, I have HIV. I don't have AIDS. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. AIDS mean I'm dying. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. 
I have this, I have this conversation a lot of times with people online and they say, Nope, once you have AIDS, you always have AIDS. I'm like, no, you do not. That's why it says AIDS slash HIV because there's two totally different things going on. Totally. And neither of us have AIDS anymore. We both just have HIV. Okay. Um, did you ever think that I hated you? Yeah, for sure. Oh, I, I think I figured you still hated me until the other day. Like when you called all, happy Joey's birthday. We had a very long. And the kids hear me talking to you and I'm thinking they're already hearing you. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, I know your house. Your kids are at the door going, who is it? Yeah. Thankfully, Joey was drunk too. So she was like, it's fine. And Ryan was like, what's going on? She was not happy. But uh, yeah, we had a, a, I think a seven hour FaceTime. It was a. I'm totally blessed by that because it gave me kind of some, I don't know, to kind of emptied my shame bucket a little bit. You know what I mean? That's even crazy. It's, I don't even know if my kids know I have HIV. I have no idea. I, I never told them. Mm -hmm. We didn't get close enough since I've had it. Mm -hmm. We haven't really, we're estranged pretty much. And yeah. You know, and I regret my behavior just this last, well, it was like eight, nine months ago, just before Mary got married. Uh, mm. Your they daughter. kind of ghosted me for a month. Mm -hmm. on, and I saw Danica, she was out here. I met the guy she married. Mm -hmm. Met Ben, Mary's uh, new husband. Mm -hmm. Before they got married, I was out in Oklahoma and hung with all of them for a minute. Mm -hmm. Just a really quick weekend, but. Mara made that initiation. Um, but then Gwyneth saw that happening probably through like an information drop down, like, oh, it's time for another information download. You know, <laughs> you did this, you know, and maybe they asked for stuff. But regardless, I took it so bad instead of going, okay, they're going to have questions now. At least they're coming at me with it. I was like, you know, because they kind of went off on me a little bit. You know, da 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 da, and I was like, "Really, me?" I they kind of saw that I still have resentment towards their wife, tell the, towards their mom. So it was. Yeah. We have a long recovery period for that. I don't know when. Lake called me and said, "You will never see us again. You will never see our grand your grandchildren. You'll never see us get married." Very hard but, words to hear from your kids. Yeah. So that's where we're at with that. Yeah. That's really very, yeah, that's tough. Super tough. Yeah. Not going to water that down at all. I don't even, I can't imagine. Therapy on that. Yeah. Which is another thing like therapy, I think is, is everybody's business. You know, I don't know about you. This is therapy for you probably, but big time. <laughs> right. I, well, I don't, I feel psychologically fine with everything. I don't feel like I need, but it is, I think it's, um, it's really good to like, I didn't know people have always asked like, where is he? Is he okay? Is he dead? And I said, honestly, I, he could be like, I don't know because I don't, I honestly thought you could be dead because I knew you'd had, you had had substance abuse problems and I didn't know, hold on, I gotta shut my door. I didn't know where you were at this point with anything i didn't know so i'm like i don't know and you know it's funny i i looked up an eric cutter on instagram and this guy came up and i just kept looking at him going and and he was like in a he was like in a he was what he spells it the same he's in laguna beach and he works in like a garden like he's yeah, really into vegetables 
Rhea Fresh, he's like a millionaire. Oh, you know who I'm talking about. I'm looking. Patience, can I? Because, yeah, I had to call him one time and say, hey, you should really call this number. Uh, They keep calling me, and it looks like important. He's like, oh, my gosh, I get your information, too. Good to meet you. (laughs) That's so funny. I looked at him, and I'm like, is that him? And I I could look like him. I know. You know, it's weird. And I thought that that was maybe you. And I was like, damn, he like totally got into like gardening and vegetables. That would be something you would do. You like loved being in the backyard and like planting stuff. So I was like, wow, that's, and then I'm like, no, I I don't think that's his face. Like, and then I just sort of let it go. That was probably, you know, that was probably around November-ish when I went through my first trauma with my other relationship. So I might've looked you up. So, and I got to tell you, I did not plan on that was a very out of the blue decision to get a hold of you that day that was out of nowhere i didn't i had no i hadn't even thought of doing that and all of a sudden it hit me i don't know why and i decided to and like i didn't it was like five minutes later you were on the phone it was time it was very yeah yeah, it was like you're all who dis (laughs) i'm all i said who dis I said, uh, are you still alive? I'm divorced. I'm getting divorced. And you said, who is? I said, Jennifer. And you said, uh, I don't remember what you said. It was really funny. You said, oh, funny that. I didn't even know you were married. So you didn't know. I said, fancy that. Fancy that. Fancy that. Yeah. So you didn't know. You didn't know I'd gotten married. How did it feel to hear that I'd gotten divorced? (laughs) Didn't he? Pretty good. (laughs) I mean, bad for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Conversation if it weren't for him being a clown, so I guess that's all right. Yeah, well, yeah, leave it well, at that. Such a clown, he would have been okay with you contacting me and, and been more secure in that and, and knowing that you chose to be with him because you weren't the kind of person that would cheat. In all know? fairness, it was never him telling me not to call you. It was just me. I was, he never even said a thing about it, but I would feel like that would make him maybe not feel, so, or I wouldn't want the same treatment. Like I felt like if I, well, let's say I start talking to you, that gives him every op- opening to talk to anybody from his past that I don't want that. So yeah. I, it's like, whatever I do would only be fair for him to do. So I, that was probably why. Yeah, I, w- I didn't want him talking to any ex-girlfriends, and I don't know if he ever did. I have no idea. Um, so, okay, a l- few more questions. Say, what were you going to say? The cheaters will cheat and still they stop cheating. That's just how it is. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know about his – I don't know. I don't know. I can't really – I can't speak on it. But um, Okay, here's a good question for you. Do you think you have to disclose if you're undetectable, if you're going to have sex with someone? Um. Hang on a second. Good question. Damn. Okay. I I guess in lies another question, which is does it depend on if that type of sex is going and I'm just throwing this out as a broad for for all all these uh different types of sex that could happen um if it can't happen with oral do you have to disclose that to somebody if they're gonna if she's gonna possibly want to help you out in the back alley after you know what i mean i'm just saying is right. that something you have to disclose since she can't freaking get it right and, and you're in control to not 
penetrate, right? As a man, right. you don't like if you want to go out dancing and a girl starts kissing you, do you push her away? You know, I I didn't. Apparently, it's a felony, and I think someone told me South Dakota that if you kiss somebody with HIV, even if you're undetectable and don't disclose to them, you can be put in jail. Like what? So I looked it up in California. It's no longer a felony since 2017. We actually do not have to disclose. As long as you are undetectable and you're in care and you were not posing a threat to the other person, you don't have to share your status. Question, I think, like the undetectable part would definitely, for me, it had to be. But like, I suppose if someone were not necessarily undetectable and they weren't doing something that was going to do that, right? Like, like we just talked about, um, I suppose if they're going to be putting the person at risk, they must. Of course. The key is understanding what the risk is so that you have to define that. You can't just be like, you rubbed up against me, put me at risk. We have to know what the risks are. (laughs) Well, what if the risk is, well, what if it's, it's sex without a condom, but you are undetectable. You know, you are undetectable. You're a hundred percent sure. See, and I have to backtrack because I didn't answer it with that in mind. I I would tell them personally. That's my, I think I was answering it, do you have to? Because I think you said, do you have to? Oh, I might have said, yeah. Do you, yeah. Oh, I said, do you think you have to? Do you think you have to? I think you have to. Do I think I have to? Not so much a general you is what the question Oh, was I get it. Well, okay. So for you personally, you always would. I would. Okay. Do you think it's a big deal if somebody who's undetectable doesn't share their, that information? And they have sex with somebody without a condom. Just say, for instance, two men. Um, I suppose that's what they're going to do. And, and he's not putting him at risk. If he's undetectable, he's not. He's okay. not. I mean, the, he's, but, he, if we're not undetectable and had a condom on, there's a better risk opportunity there for the condom to break. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So, okay. And oh. then um, what else was I going to ask you? Well, what are you taking? I don't think we're taking the same thing. I'm on Devado. Um. Jim Okay, so we have the same exact strain, correct? Like, if they were to test our strain of HIV, don't we have twinsies? I, I really don't know how that <laughs> replication works. Uh, I know RNA replication works, but this I don't know how scriptase changes from body to body or if it... Because some are going to be the same depending on their genetic makeup. I think HIV is advanced enough that it could be a totally different strain. Someone can like create super strains, I would think. Well, I would think whatever I'm resistant to, you would be resistant to. Whatever I'm sensitive to, you would be sensitive yeah. to since it's the same. Like, am I wrong that if somebody kind of gets off their medication for a while and they become infectious, that they can mutate? Oh, that's pro- yeah, probably. I think I've heard that. I'm not too up to date on that. But well, I know that you can become resistant to your medication. Yeah, so I guess that would be rewrite itself constantly and change. It's trying to rewrite and 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 beat the referee. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you? Will you want to get the uh, injection? Do you know about it? I would like the injection. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) The one that takes it away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, would you, are you, uh, that's fine. Do you think about that? Like, do you sit there and go, shit, I wish I didn't have this? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, really? Not a lot, because it didn't, it, it wasn't 
the like when I look back now, it was the best thing that ever happened to me, which is weird. Like to think that I became the person I am now because of it mm -hmm. happening. You know, a lot of people and, say that. And the, way I, the way I handled it at first was so off the charts bad that I kind of fell face first. You know, and had to look up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> help me. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I've, I've become more peaceful. I have peace now. I'm not like trying to conquer the world. <laughs> that's good. No, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. A lot of people have like a reflection after and they either go downhill completely or they kind of like turn all their shit around and try to like clean their life up and take yeah. care of themselves better. And you have to, we're in care. We have to go see a doctor every three to four months. Like we're, it's, you know, we're always on top of our health more so than most people. So yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Okay. So, um, what was another? Oh, okay. We should be. What was that? We should be. Yeah, for sure. I bet the miss appointments are canceled at times. Do you? Yeah. But you still take your medication. I take my medications. Yeah, I make sure I take those. Yeah. So. Okay. So here's the big question: Do you think there's ever going to be a cure? No. <laughs> we keep in you past your bedtime. It is almost nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little tired. Um, no, I, I, I think there's there may be a cure. Someone may have a cure, but I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. If there was a cure, it would leak somehow. Someone would find out, and there'd be news like, "Oh, the cure! It's worth a million bucks or whatever," you know. Um, so no, there won't be a cure. Do you think? Yeah, I don't either. I don't think so either. Do you think because the pharmaceutical companies make too much money? They're going to make sure that there's not one. What I don't do you th think there's a scam. No, mm. I don't think there's. You don't. No. What about just yeah. the fact that we don't even have a cure for the common cold, which is also a virus or herpes? That's what I'm saying. I don't think there's a uh, cure for those things. Right. I think they're, they've always been with us. They will always be with us. There's yeah. going to be sickness already on the earth, rolling around every year makes its way through the winds through the waters through the yeah earth, you know through the flocks through everything it's it's just there it's what it is it's god's planet man that's way he made it happen and so you corrupted it with our own vileness you know what i mean <laughs> definitely there's some corruptness we can get into that another time though in the next <laughs> bit i know we might have to have a series here me tonight jen it's been wonderful <laughs> I don't know my series with the, with my infector. Um, so uh, I don't know. I can't really think. I mean, there's a whole bunch of other questions I could ask, but they're not totally related to this. So I can we could just wrap this up as our our big. You don't even know. Like a lot of people are gonna want to hear That's, from you. I, and I was fairly underwhelming. No. Well, yeah, it's just me and I, you. I I wish uh, I could have been more exciting. No, it's, it's, you're full on like honest and open and it's, no, it's, it's good. And I'm glad people like can like know the person that I got. Cause you know, everyone assumes that you're this monster. It's the monster. Oh, and another thing. I mean, a lot of people assume you're black. Really? Why is that? Because of how it disproportionately affects the black community. So if you look at the statistics, people assume that you must have been black. I said, no, he was white. He's white. And I could never show a picture of you until recently, so I could show everybody. Yeah, this is it. I have to say, I have shown pictures really like for like a few hours on my Instagram story 
but I think I, I did cover your face, but I wanted everyone to see this guy on the beach like this. You cannot tell, like you could not tell that he had HIV, you know. (laughs) The vector infector could be lurking. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot tell. Yeah. There's a lot of really beautiful people who have contracted HIV and you know, it's, it is what it is. Am I yeah, keeping but, you past your bedtime? Are you ready for 99? <laughs> I had some questions for you. Alex. Oh, what are you doing the weekend of? Uh... <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> I want to go surfing. I do. You want to go surfing? Well, yeah. maybe we could figure that out. And if we just met down there and he strapped another board on. <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to ask me to strap on there for a second. <laughs> strap another board on on the car got it okay <laughs> let me go see if i can find it in my closet no i'm just kidding yeah, people that don't know what a board is are like hung. <laughs> did that joke just go right over your head so how no i got it okay got it okay go ahead have you looked at my youtube channel lately uh yeah you have I looked have. at some of the videos there i watched that one with the like you look like you're i don't know 20 years old and you're all singing it's a cute filter it's called faux freckle i was gonna see if i could put one of those on me (laughs) (laughs) i know somebody went on one of my tiktok lives and they go where's the lady with the white tank top i'm like that's me i'm like that's me like do i look that different whatever like you gotta like use the sometimes gotta use the filters but thank you so much for doing that like i can't like i really really appreciate it seriously let's do it again if you want Sure, we might have more questions after this. You never know. It just flops, and they'll be like, "That guy's boring." <laughs> no, it's not at all boring. Believe me. And you're you. I'm glad you're growing your hair back. And you're not boring, so that was good. You had questions. Yeah, who <laughs> Who would have ever thought that us meeting back at the beach in 2009, we'd be sitting here talking about <laughs> HIV? Jesus Christ! If you had told me then, if you had told me when I was 25 that I was going to get HIV someday. I'd be all what a blood transfusion, right? You know, yeah. Carbon, man. You know what I mean. Well, Mr. Cutter, should we wrap this up? Okay, let's do it. Thanks, I really appreciate it so much. You look really handsome tonight. You too. I look handsome. You look handsome. <laughs> You're gonna keep I mean, that rumor going that I'm that I'm trans. I can the fact that she's not. Thanks. <laughs> I've motorboated that lake. Gotta <laughs> 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 uh, get rid of that. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, okay, I'm gonna let you go and maybe we will do another one. I, I said, I hope nobody sees this that I know. Oh, okay. I don't know. You don't care? I said, I don't care. Okay. Well, good. I know. I know. I know you don't care. Like you've been super cool about like everything as far as like me sharing your picture or everything. You're like, no, it's fine. So yeah, maybe we'll have to meet up. And then if we do, we have to do a live and then you get to answer questions from people. Okay. 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 It's just type. They're type. You can't see anybody or hear anybody. Would you, would you do that? Yeah, maybe. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> look at, I look like shit. Look at me. Uh. Okay. When I saw it, I was like, oh my God. Don't, don't drink after me. Look at this. <laughs>
do not drink after her. <laughs> You'll get AIDS. You get AIDS from the toilet seat. Don't drink after anybody because you can get AIDS from drinking after people. <laughs> you can get AIDS. I love that you're using the word AIDS. Oh. AIDS, because they'll be all like, oh, you got AIDS, and they'll be all, I got AIDS. <laughs> I got AIDS, bro. They're like, no, it's AIDS. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm not dying. I don't fucking have AIDS. Not AIDS. No. People think that it's the same thing. They, they say, oh, you, did he catch AIDS? No, you fucking can't transmit AIDS, like, first of all. You can let it go. Become full-blown AIDS. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I was putting you on my Instagram story, but that wasn't that fun. Let's do something else. Um, okay, so are you relieved this interview is over? all right guys that is the end of the interview and obviously as you could hear at the very end you kind of need the visual there so check out the youtube video for that it was pretty funny he was doing a little act by picking his nose <laughs> definitely had to see it okay guys have a great week i hope you enjoyed this interview and i'll be back in a week to let you know how my uh my date goes tomorrow night have a good one everybody remember aids and hiv are two different things and when you're undetectable with hiv you cannot transmit the virus sexually u equals u undetectable equals untransmittable bye bye if you'd like to be notified for any of my upcoming podcasts, be sure to subscribe. If you'd like to help this girl out, then please rate, review, and share my show. Thanks, guys.